Hello and welcome to the Lebenspraxis podcast, where we talk about the good life, the life of the practitioner, of the self-responsible person, of the active and alive human. Today something is a little bit different technically, because I'm outside and usually, or before I recorded all the episodes inside, but today I'm outside and I'm walking, I know I'm on my feet here, it's... November, end of November, relatively cold, not very cold, but relatively. I'm in the park, it's uh, very beautiful at the moment because there's a lot of fog, yeah, so it's very magical. Um, and there's a reason why I'm outside, so let's dive into it. Let's start in 2020, when the pandemic the corona pandemic started so what happened in the beginning that was that all gyms closed and cafes and restaurants and all sorts of meeting places all sorts of third places yeah so i'm referencing here also the episode i made on loneliness where i uh, also talk about the concept of third places so the third places in that sense were all closed, at least the inside third places. Uh, so people went more outside to do something, especially to do some sort of moving or exercising. I think that was allowed in most Western countries. And I, um, there's a little forest close to where I live and I'm there regularly. Usually I'm the only person without a dog. Yeah, sometimes there are some families there, but it's also relatively rare, actually. So most people that are there are there to walk their dog. Yeah, and I made a video about this also um, some time ago. It's called Fear of the Meditator, where I talk about that it's for many people strange that I'm there in the forest also, and they always look for my dog. Even the dogs get confused. Even the dogs get confused that there's no dog around me, and they sometimes start to bark or something like this or look and it's interesting like it's very uncommon for for <laughs> these dogs and for the dog owners also but some of them also already know me that i'm walking around there but in the beginning of the pandemic suddenly the forest was very full there were other people walking there there were more families with kids people spend more time in the forest um, but the moment the gyms opened, the third places opened again, that disappeared again. And I think what uh, happened net in the end with the pandemic is that people are actually spending more time inside and more time at computers doing things remotely. Obviously, that goes for work, for people that work on computers that can do home office. Um, many people are have not went back to the to the office i asked some people recently and they told me yeah i go to the office maybe once a month or i haven't been in the office for the for this year actually or some people that are going more often are going two times a week that's that's already considered often i feel now to go two times per week into the office so we spend a lot of time uh, not just inside, but inside at home, so at the same place. That's already something 
that is quite tricky in its own regard if you don't have the possibility to uh, separate the workplace from the from the living place so the mm, how do you say the epitome of this is working with a laptop at the kitchen table yeah? obviously that's possible but for many people they will not be so productive because that's a disturbing environment for many for the mind where things of that of different mm, categories in a sense clash with each other you are in the kitchen and there's maybe some uh, dishes to wash or there's your fridge so there's things that you can eat and blah 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 and it's all gets a bit messed up in your brain so it's very useful to have at least a certain room that is assigned to work and some people are very uh, lucky like i have some neighbors for example that have on the property where they live where they live with other people together like a like it's a it's a shared house and there is uh, another small building and there they put an office in there so you can do your home office in this uh, smaller building and walk basically 30 meters over there but then you are not at home anymore not in your living space you're in your working space and that can be an important switch some people are better with working at home and being productive there and some are less for me it's definitely a thing to be not in my living space when i work to be in a workspace and that can be for me outside or yeah in a different inside space so i solve it with having a room at home that is in the cellar and i so there is a separation of some meters yeah, it's not in the apartment, but I'm happy enough that I can use the cellar. And there I have my office room now. Okay, but I actually wanted to talk about why I'm outside. So already, no, we uh, are now with the story here that there was a short moment when people were more outside, but then for many it became less again there is this separation in society some people are outside every day because of their work they build roads they take care of trees they uh, collect garbage they build houses they check the uh, sewage system and so on and so forth yeah or they're in the forest uh, checking the trees there or they are on the farm outside some people are outside every day many hours but an increasingly number of people is inside sitting at the computers and i find that interesting already that we have now the ability to remote to work remotely so easily like everywhere there's internet everywhere there's internet in the air and we all no one anymore has a 
has a, a computer, a normal computer, no, that is just sitting there at the desk. Everyone has laptops. Like, I don't know anyone that has, that has a static computer for their work. Like, everyone has laptops. People have smartphones. People have tablets, blah, blah, blah. All very, very portable. Then we have all these um, power banks that got better and better. So we can also carry energy with us. We can easily put things in a backpack to work eight hours completely remote from any plugs yeah so from any inside places and that's that's highly underused i feel yeah just this possibility to actually be outside while you're working and from being outside in general i want to shift our focus here towards the lost art of walking we could say so in general, I think it's clear for everyone that being outside is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if you are outside in the, in the rain, not dressed well or in the cold a lot, then you can also create problems. But let's assume you are a grown up person, you know how to dress, you know when it's too much, although many people think that too early that is too much. They don't expose themselves to rain or to cold and so on but uh, it's clear for all of us that it is good to be outside what is the lost art of walking <laughs> it's just a little bit poetic poetic uh, way to say that we are not walking anymore many phones nowadays have this pedometers they can track how many steps you take per day and how many kilometers you walk per day. That's a very interesting function because if you walk around with your phone in your pocket for a week, then you can have a look actually how many kilometers did I walk this week? And for many people, it's extremely little. Funnily enough, this can also happen to people that live more on the countryside because that can mean that they are inside in their house working on the computer and then when they have to go anywhere the distances are so far that they go with the car we are not taking walks anymore like leisure walks as i said if i'm in the forest there alone walking usually uh, alone like <laughs> alone the only one there that has no dog is is uncommon nowadays to take a leisure walk or actually and this was uh, something that i want to talk about here is you can do quite a few things nowadays walking that are also productive not that you have to be productive when you're working and i mean just taking uh, i'm you know i'm i'm working creatively so for me just walking outside doing nothing in a sense is as productive as making this podcast here because this is all feeding the same the same bigger thing but let's face the fact first again that we're not walking and you can you can very easily check this with your phone as i said many many phones have that the iphones have this yeah androids i have no idea but i just assume that the androids that are a bit more uh, on the expensive side they also have this function and then many of us 
will have less than five kilometers per day and often just one two maybe three kilometers very very little distance covered per day on your feet i mean five kilometers that's an hour of normal pace walking so that that's not much so people that walk just one kilometer per day this is basically just walking around like in your house and outside and to the car and in, in and through the supermarket this is how you accumulate one kilometer per day actually i also have my days where i don't uh, walk many kilometers yeah i regularly walk between 5 to 20 kilometers per day but only because i'm really um, taking care of that yeah only because that's on my mind to walk a lot because also in my life there's nothing that forces me to walk there's nothing nothing forces me to walk i can go everywhere with my bike or with the car or with the public transport there's no need to walk there's no need so i have to be responsible for it because the health benefits again are very clear and it's very clear that for the mind is one important state yeah i've talked in in the morning routines i think i've talked about this also there's this basic states there's standing sitting lying walking running and all these states is good to go through running is off for some people because of um, health problems or because of problems with the joints but all the other ones should be possible for most people and to go through them regularly i feel is very helpful to um, have a proper functioning mind because some things are happening in walking some things are happening in sitting some things are happening in standing sitting people do lying people also do standing a bit less walking even less i say again if i don't take care of it it can also happen that uh, my phone says in the end of the day you walked only two kilometers yeah so it's an active decision to go outside and to walk and as i said the nice thing is there can be this can be also put into things that you are already doing anyway and it became a, a bit of a little movement with my coaching participants to walk while you have a meeting and i want to promote that that it becomes hopefully a bit of a bigger thing yeah if people hear that they maybe also start maybe also tell other people that if you have a phone call you can just take a walk yeah also if you have a zoom meeting you can just take a walk actually most zoom meetings i would say you don't need to have the cameras on you can also have the camera on and walk around this is also something i do here and there yeah i have the camera on and i hold the phone in my hand obviously i don't really look at it when i walk because i navigate through the environment yeah but i'm also when i'm walking i'm not walking through the through the city center with streets and roads and and cars but i'm walking more in in the forest environment so there's also okay if i look regularly down on the phone i don't have to look around the whole time and that's a way to uh to do your communication in a style that is actually also very at least as as uh, much making sense as sitting down and having your zoom meeting because also in the 
real life, when you meet people, you walk around with them and walk, no? And sometimes you feel it's better to sit down for this and talk together. And sometimes it's, it's actually much better to walk with each other. And if you have a call of 30 minutes with someone, yeah, on the side you walk two and a half kilometers. It's nice. And this is how I accumulate quite a few of my uh, kilometers per day that I'm just, when I have calls with people or meetings and I know there's nothing to look at the screen, we are just talking, then I just walk. Yeah, and if there's something to do on the screen, then I decide. So either it's better to do it inside and then also at a bigger screen, yeah, like at my desk or with the laptop, or there's something to do on the screen, but I can do it on the smaller screen and I can anyway be outside moving around. And if we have to solve something on the screen, maybe to create a, a mind map or to look together at some movement videos for correction, then I can just stand somewhere and do it there. And like this, I stay on my feet, I stay moving. And that's something I started relatively recently, maybe two months, three months, something like this. I think I, I started that and I realized, yeah, actually for, for many things, you don't have to sit at the computer. You can walk and then if you have to use the screen, you, you stand somewhere or you sit down somewhere for the time being. Yeah, or you put your tablet into your backpack and if you need a bigger screen, you do it through that. So it depends very much on what you're doing with the devices. Obviously, if you're a programmer and you're programming, you're, you're writing code, that's not convenient for you. Yeah, so I'm not offering any walking for programmers, but if you're mainly communicating with people, then you can do a lot of this also walking, even the written stuff, because the speech to text gets so much better now that I can make even longer texts now speaking and there is barely anything I need to correct about it. It also helps you to practice proper, proper speaking, yeah, like pronoun pro pronunciation. And like this, you can walk. You can send a written message to someone while still having your eyes on the horizon, having your eyes around, not down, because that's definitely not something I promote, especially not in the city. Like I said, I'm mainly then in the forest. And if I look down for a moment, nothing happens. There's no cars or anything like this. There's also no other people. But in the city, obviously, the, your, your policy, the rule for yourself should be, if I'm walking in the city with there are other people, there are cars, when I look at my phone, I stop to walk and I go to the side. I don't stand on the path so people uh, have to go around me. I take a step to the side and I do what I have to do there, yeah, checking something about, I don't know, directions of writing to someone and then I continue my walk. This is the policy that I follow also. If I'm in these more crowded places like the city, then I don't look at my screen and walk at the same time. I stop. But the nice thing is if you dictate something to your phone, a text, then you can then you can keep your head up. And the same with voice messages, which I'm a big fan of for many years. Now, I know many people don't like voice messages, but that's mainly 
because many people are not trained to do it well. Yeah, there's a lot of bad, it doesn't go forward. This issue is solved quite a bit now because uh, you can, in many apps, put the speed on one and a half or double the speed. So if someone sends you a voice message, a voice recording, and it doesn't really go forward, then I just speed it up. That's, let's say I do for around 50% of the, of the voice messages I listen to that I, for some passages, I pace them up a bit yeah, because people start to like slow down very much, start to uh, not be sure what they want to say, especially if they send me a bit of a longer message. And that's completely fine. That's completely okay. And then I might speed up it, speed it up for a minute and then they get into a different pace again and I use the normal pace okay and like this voice messages are very convenient to listen to uh, also because I can just put my headphones in and walk 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 while listening to people like I would also regularly walk and listen to an audiobook yeah you see some of the walking that I do I do in quietness without anything but other walking that I do, I do something. I communicate with people through these different possibilities, yeah, like using Zoom or using a, a phone call or listening to voice messages, recording a voice message, dictating to the phone. Or also what is possible is if someone writes you text, you can ask the phone to read it out for you. It's not so great how the phones are reading it. That will hopefully become much better in the future but let's say if you are if you if you are focused and you are intelligent which i assume if you listen to this podcast then you will get the content properly just sometimes the intonation and the and the stops and the pauses are, are not well made from the artificial intelligence but it's a nice function someone writes you a text or you want to uh, there's an article that you're interested in and on the iPhone on the iPhone you can just uh, mark it and then press yeah, read out I don't know how to say it in English but there's this function it reads it out you can change the the voice I think you can change the pace but I usually that I would keep on the normal pace always because the normal pace is good and then you can also take a walk yeah and that's again less screen time that's the nice thing because when you walk you cannot really look at the screen like i said so you find measures measures like this to have less screen time to have less typing time uh, definitely you don't want to type too much on things like the phone because it will just bring your fingers a bit out of balance the, the thumbs will i'm not 100 sure but i think it's not a good idea to type too much with the thumbs only but fortunately, through the steps in technology, which are nice steps, we can communicate with other people also asymmetrically, not just symmetrically. So we have a phone call, but also asymmetrically sending these messages while having the head up, head on the horizon. So these things actually should make it more possible for people to, uh, to spend time outside, to spend time walking. Also for people that are working on screens or they work remotely or they work with people and communication with people so i took these steps i make sure i have my my time outside every day which i'm anyway always making sure but also i was driven more inside through the pandemic because i 
started to have more work at the computer, more online work than before. I, I'm working online for many years, but it got more. Yeah, also because people are still in a bit of a sleepy mode when it comes to meeting, when it comes to traveling somewhere. I hope that this changes again. I really want to promote people start again to travel, start again to go somewhere, to see people. I know every one of us is like, oh, okay, they one hour there, one hour back. That's so much. Like I just do it here at home on the computer. Yeah, but that's not the same. That's not the same. First in the pandemic, we learned that you can do so many things online that you didn't think are possible online. This was the same for me. I also learned that, that I can do much more online than I thought. Learning, teaching, blah, 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 even connecting. But then what happened next is that you forgot how much a difference is the online meeting still in comparison to the real life meeting. This is what many people have forgotten now and that should be reawakened. Go somewhere. Go do your movement stuff, do it with actual people, go to actual places, meet people in actual life, travel somewhere, travel to a workshop or to meet friends, all this stuff. Let's do the real life thing again. Be outside, but it's something you have to do actively. It's something you have to do actively. And for me, it's a choice every day. I take on my shoes. I go outside. I do this currently also directly in the morning with the morning routine, the morning routine that I teach through my Patreon page. So I teach that outside. I wake up, I put on my shoes and I'm outside for one hour doing the morning routine. And then I might go inside, eat something. And then very often I go outside again. Yeah. So also something I would call keep the code on. So if I'm going inside, I don't put out like now in the winter when you wear so many things, I don't put my coat off and blah, blah, blah. I just keep it on. So I'm still in this, like I'm, I just can easily go outside again. Yeah, I can just step outside. For me, the inside during the day is the unusual and the outside is the usual. So I switched it around in that way. I think that is creating much more health and also for me, at least, um, how do I say, a deeper spiritual connection to myself, to the world, the feeling of oneness, being outside, walking here in the fog, in the park, listening to a woodpecker beating on a tree. Good, everyone. You can support the podcast. You can support my work through various means. I already mentioned the Patreon page. But you know, you can just start very easily with leaving a comment or sending this to a friend that you think would benefit from it. Sharing is caring, as we all know.